0: Good morning. This is episode 10 of our Social Collective podcast, and we are here with Jessica Oplak. Hey. Yay. <laughs> so fun. Jessica is our admin in the Frederick County Social Collective. She's also my gorgeous niece and the aunt to my five nephews and nieces. So The mom
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're the
0: aunt. <laughs> You're the
2: auntie. Fine, you can have them. <laughs> um, anyway, so Jessica, thank you for being here. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. What a fun environment. So thanks for having me. We're yeah. so excited <laughs> to have
1: you. Um there's so much we want to talk about, but I think the biggest topic right now is the Frederick County Social Collective Christmas tea. And who the nonprofit's going to be? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. We're going to be at the monument,
2: which you guys already know is just insanely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's Ugh, such yes. a, a fun place to be. So we're excited. Yeah, it's coming up December 5th. Our nonprofit is Eukarya Family Center. So um, I'm excited because I have a really big passion for that specific uh, nonprofit and I happen to work there. So I'm getting to promote them and work there and, and to see all the behind the scenes. So Eukarya Family Center, uh, Lisa was asking me before we started, like, what exactly is it? And it's kind of a confusing thing at first but we have the the main nonprofit is you carry a family center and it's like a big if you think of a tree like here's the big trunk of the tree and coming out of that are lots of different branches so out of that we have the winchester institute for marriage so all about marriage counseling putting on marriage retreats and things like that and as many of the most free as possible so we can reach the most amount of people we have the learning center which is tutoring and um, we work with kids with neurodivergence and dyslexia, ADHD, brain trauma, all the things you can think of. Wow. We also have a missions program, which I can't wait to tell you guys about some of our trips to Uganda this summer. Oh, um, oh my God. Wow, I didn't know about that. That's yeah, amazing. super cool. They went to some trade schools, and I want to tell you about oh how some gosh. ways are partnering with them. Yeah. And then we have the Academy and we have the King's Club. So we actually have two preschools that are just merging this week into one really wow. big one, which wow. is awesome. And then we have the Eukarya A Academy, which I am the director of that one. So it's kind of like a hybrid university, two days in class uh, instruction and three days at home. Okay. Yeah. So I wow. know that. So you're the director. Yeah. And that's a lot of responsibility. It is, but it's a privilege too.
0: So what exactly um, is your role? What do you do as the director?
2: Yeah. So you carry as a whole, the, the role is to partner with families and to strengthen the individual um, level and then out to the families. So what I do is I meet with families, I help organize and get all the curriculum together and I coach our teachers and just oversee that. So we went from eight kids that started in 2020 in August of 2020, like as just a reaction wow. to needing to meet families and their needs. And we're up to 48 students in our third mm. year with a wow. waiting list. So we're at a point where we just can't serve any more families because we're limited space so the Christmas tea funds are actually going to help us purchase a building which is just super exciting so can yeah. you tell us anything about the building? So I, I did ask. <laughs> Lisa knows the building pretty well, but I, I'm not allowed to share until things are a little bit more solidified. But Eukarya Family Center is serving over a thousand individuals within Frederick County and the surrounding oh areas. Gosh. So, and we're only limited by the space right now. So we have waiting lists all the way through the academy. We have waiting lists at the learning center and at the at our co-op. Now, too. is
0: this a this is a type of homeschooling, right? Well, in my specific division of the nonprofit,
2: it is. Okay. So
0: I didn't know a whole lot about homeschooling until really the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. Like in, you know, schools, we weren't sure what was happening with the masks and, you know, vaccinations and shutdowns and do I sign my child up and is it going to be remote and, you know, Mm -hmm. all these different things. And so that's when homeschooling, I really think just kind of blew up. Do you feel the same way, Jessica? Because I know that there were
2: wait lists. You couldn't even get curriculum. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which was funny. So this is our 11th year homeschooling. And when I couldn't get my spelling books in August, I was a little annoyed. <laughs> but I'm glad everybody else felt the freedom to homeschool their kids. But I was like, where are the books? Yeah, I think it was um, October before some of the math books came in. But education as a whole is going through this great revolution right now. And the thing I love about working at Eukarya is that we're meeting. It's not a one-size-fits-all approach. But it's a one size fits this one kid. Here's how we're having a meeting with this family. And what does your child need right now to succeed? And sometimes that's just skill coaching and sometimes that's you know we have ADHD and your kid is brilliant but they need the ability to go take a walk or um, my son just started a small class there with an occupational therapist and they have a little mini trampoline and they have bean bags and they have therapeutic music so if they're having mm-hmm. trouble listening and doing their work they can listen to music with their headphones on um, they have a box of like fidget toys and it's something that you can't do in a, in a wider audience and it's no fault of any teachers in the public school I was public school through and through and I think it's wonderful but what we have the ability to do is to let go of all the regulations all the extra things that tie our hands and really meet the kid where they are Mm
3: -hmm, and if there's
2: a deeper issue in the home we also have the resources to point them to that so if there's an issue at home between mom and dad we can help them there if there's some type of learning disability we can help with that if it's just they need someone to talk to them and listen, we're, we're available. So it's highly yeah. relational oh and gosh. individualized. I
1: love that. You know, I, Can
2: you open one in oh, loud? Sorry. <laughs> I know.
1: So I was actually going to say so my five year old has sensory processing, which mm-hmm. is a form of ADHD in kids. And it was the hardest thing finding him a school. I knew because he needed extra attention, I wanted it to be a private school with not big classes. But when I got a call from the school saying he basically did not pass like the test he took, I was heartbroken. And Lisa and Leslie know how upset I was because I was like, who's going to take him? Where is he going to get the help he needs? And I found Newton School and I didn't know they specialize in sensory processing, but his school has foam pits and trampolines and all these toys and eight kids, two T-shirts for a kindergartner. And it's been the biggest blessing because they have therapists come in every day and there's no label and he doesn't think that there's something wrong with him. And he's not put in a special class where he's treated differently. And as a parent, that was really important to me. So I love that you're doing this. Yeah, it's it's just really it's meeting so many needs.
2: Ruth Truman had commented. Um, shout out to Ruth, we love you. She had commented on Ruth one Truman of our, Interiors. <laughs> <laughs> she had commented on one of our posts about this that her son and you guys probably know her from Savvy Giving by Design, but um, her son had a traumatic experience with brain cancer, and so every year she sits down with the principal at Eucaria, Joni Hughes, and it's how can we help Isaiah right now this year? What does he need to thrive? Um, So we're thankful for that. And that's not just saying like, okay, if there's a special need or anything like that, but kids who are able to progress at a higher level. We assess kids for their reading and their math, and then we're able to move them up or down the group that they need Mm -hmm. to be in. And the coolest part about it is there's not a label. There's Mm -hmm. not this suggestion like, oh, he's going to this class or she's going to that class. There's a culture of kindness that's so important. And so it's the character over curriculum. And you'll see that through the, the interaction between the upper school and the lower school it's just, it's a beautiful thing. It's so segmented. Like, you know, you have
0: the, the Loudon Academy of Advanced Studies. You have the school for the gifted. You have the school for the sensory processing. Mm -hmm. You have, I'm like, can we all just like, I love the, the whole concept behind that. Like, let's just be, everyone's welcome. You're John, you're Sally, you're whoever you are. And let's meet you there. Like you don't have to have a label and be in a whole different room or school or I don't know, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't like it.
1: I mean, I think we grew up in a very competitive environment, like most of us did. And it was about excelling and being better than your peers. And we- or I at least try not to portray that onto my son or push it. But it's really hard sometimes because of cultures you grew up in. Like in our culture, school comes first and sure. grades matter. And, you know, all the of the Muslim that. culture, right? Right. Like being from Pakistan or, you know, whatever else. And it's sad because it doesn't need to be. Like, my husband's already like, why is our five-year-old not doing homework? And I'm like, he's five. He should not be doing homework. Like, let
0: him live his life. You know, that's a really good point. The cultural differences, Mm -hmm. our expectations on education, or our expectations for the kids in general. Like, if they're going to play sports, or Mm -hmm. they're not going to play sports, or if they play sports, why aren't they starting? Like, it's a lot of pressure we put on our kids that... Isn't, yeah, we just identify through them sometimes. Yeah, and I th- it is a lot of
4: pressure especially because when you look at statistics, right, where you see statistics of Latino kids, like mm-hmm. there's less Latino kids that are going to graduate and get their high school diplomas and go on to college. And then me being a Latino mother to Latino kids, it's like, well, I want my kids to graduate, but I also don't want to put That pressure Mm -hmm. on them. Like if my son were to come to me when he's 16, 17, like he's in fifth grade, he's struggling really bad. So, you know, he has his IEP where he does get pulled out to special classes where he always asks me, is there something wrong with me of why I'm getting pulled out? I know I'm slow, but so he obviously sees it now as an 11 year old boy. Mm And I want to homeschool him, but I just don't have the capability so, to do yeah. it myself. So it's really it's really hard, but I don't want to put that pressure on him. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to, to feel like he needs to graduate with AP honors mm-hmm. because I wasn't a school kid. And really? here I am yeah. <laughs> on
0: a
2: podcast.
0: Crushing yeah. Me neither. I wasn't a school kid. Well, I hated school. I think I dropped out after the ninth grade. Like I... Might have been the beginning of the 10th, but I definitely didn't finish. <laughs> and you're brilliant, <laughs> my yeah. friend. But well, I failed everything. And I am not, I'm not dumb. Like, I'm pretty, you know, savvy. But I failed almost all the classes. I hated it. It wasn't a good environment for me for whatever reason. And yet, my kids, I was like, oh, you have to be an astronaut, doctor, right. lawyer. You put doctor, extra pressure on right. that mm-hmm. then. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. it was so important. So I love... I love what you're doing there, Jess. I love it.
2: Yeah, it's great. And and just going back to Leslie about having to homeschool. So there's two options for us. It's like in day in school five days a week or at home three and in school two. So and one of the things that you know we love is that. This school in particular values all the classics, all the beautiful, it's a classical environment and all the rich treasure. But we believe that education is really to form an individual so that no matter if you are a plumber, if you are a teacher, if you are called into ministry, if you're called to be a mechanic or whatever you do to provide for your family, that you are, your whole and you're formed and your inner cell, which is, you care, it means, you know, the, the good nut or the cell in Greek. So it's important. And actually we just started a trade class. So it, to, oh to meet God. this... Mm Need because there are people where we don't think it's a one-size-fits-all and some kids are brilliant and they're gifted in so many different areas and it doesn't necessarily translate to book learning or knowledge or instruction so we're excited they're actually about to build a tiny home which is just insane so right now they were going to try to do it this year and like you know the teachers stepped back and they're like we're going to make it a two-year project because we want the kids to do all of it so it was really fun and even uh, my oldest son who is it's funny because he's not super into like hands-on things like that. He's a thinker. He loves writing, loves giving speeches, things like that. He actually transferred to that class because it's like, I just like to be able to move during the day that, you know, he's used to be able to do it as a homeschool student. He'd get out and, you know, play with his right. lacrosse stick Aww. as he's memorizing his speech or whatever. So, but I love that we're meeting kids where they are and then really going, what do you, what gift do you have that we can partner with you to pull out of you, to draw out of you, to have a bigger vision. And that was one of the things that came out for the Dan Don, who's our executive director and um, Joni Hughes and a team of other people went to Uganda this summer and they actually just visited different schools. Wow. So they went to go around and see what they're doing. How are you teaching? How could we partner with you? And they went to trade schools there. And so you're saying we hate school. We hated school. Guess what? I did too. I hated school. It was horrible um, when I was growing up just because I always felt like I was not um, high achieving or whatever. I I was fine. Mm -hmm. I got okay grades, but I didn't And I think some of the disconnectedness for our students is that they don't feel like there's a purpose in what they're Mm -hmm. learning. And so what we're trying to do in this next shift forward, as we're expanding and growing, is can we give our kids a purpose? And so one of the ideas right now that we're floating is these kids in the trade school in Uganda, can our art students and our our STEM students partner with them to make websites? Can they partner with them to create a joint Etsy account where we can start selling things like that? And one of the statistics we found out was that kids in Uganda, girls in Uganda, at the age 11, if they're not enrolled in school anymore, they're eligible for marriage, oh. which is heartbreaking. Scary. And, and, like, if you had to guess, like, what do you think it costs to have education for a year of a girl in Uganda? Like, for me, I'm thinking these huge numbers. It was $35. Wow. Which our kids are dropping at Chick-fil-A after the soccer game, mm-hmm. you know. So for, them, for the kids to be able to hear that and not only here's this problem, but, hey, guess what? You can help solve it. And so that's where we're moving to, and I'm so excited to see that happen, and I'm oh excited gosh. for the Christmas tea to be able to bring awareness, and and just thanks for having me today here to talk about it, because I just, it's I'm so really important. excited. Yeah. Oh
1: my gosh.
4: I'm, I'm, like, getting teary-eyed. I That's.
1: And I mean, I think that's <sighs> the biggest part of all of this, the reason you do what you do, and the reason we do what we all do with you, because you're part of the, <laughs> the Collective's team, too. But. I mean, we all want to make a difference, and mm-hmm. sometimes we don't realize it can be something super small. Like, right. it doesn't have to be everything. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And I think, and it's funny that you bring that up because people will often ask me, well, why are you on the collectives team? Because I don't see you really out there promoting your business, which I do have one. Um, <laughs> but it's because I genuinely like you guys care about other people and that, you know, to have the eyes like we do to see people in the way that they're connected, that we're all part of the same ecosystem and we're mm-hmm. all functioning at high capacity in our own personal lives. And then the next step up and how we can work together as business partners, it just makes our community a better place. And so it,
0: absolutely.
4: Yeah. So
2: just because I know
0: you never talk about it and it's probably because you can't keep up with the demand.
2: <laughs> but you do own Tasty Toffee. I do, yeah. And it was something that started out of uh, actually the shutdown. So we had talked about it for years and during the shutdown we were at home and we were like, what? I really wanted my kids to come out of that time with fond memories of like the whole world feels like it's on fire, but I wanted my kids to know that this is when our family came together and we did something special and we wanted to make people smile. And so we took my mother-in-law's recipe that she got from her mother-in-law, which is really sweet. Um, She'd always make toffee for us at, it's like the big thing at bridal showers, weddings, Christmas gatherings, whatever. And we had a tradition that, Every Christmas, she would come and stay over at our house. We would make crafts together. We would make toffee. And it was like one of the richest times that we're all just really happy together. And so we started selling it as customer appreciation gifts. And my kids were killing it. So our son, Caleb, who um, was learning how to use Adobe and make cards and do all these things. A lot of people didn't know that there were kids on the backside of some of this stuff. But we started as a learning opportunity for them. And then we were so busy that I had to stop telling people about it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we just can't do it anymore. It's that good. How many pounds did you sell? Well, there was one month that you sold how many pounds of toffee? We sold over 200 pounds of wow. toffee the first <laughs> month that we had and that was in large part to the collectives because we were able to quickly get the word out to people to the point where we're like okay okay we're done we can't <laughs> <toffee forever."> <laughs> <laughs> Uncle we, you know he d- hit us back in the spring so we did send a lot of customer appreciation gifts that spring as well and it's great and we're coming up on that season again so we'll start our hey. starting our orders and our batches and getting all of our supplies ordered this week which is exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so Oh good. my gosh. <laughs> so
0: something that people might not know about you is that you have five little ones and they are also a part of the eukarya system. So your
2: your kids all participate, right? They do, yeah, in one capacity or another. Yeah, so we have five kids. Uh, we have Brayden and Caleb, Adam, Danielle, and Elijah. So ages almost 15 down to three. So we're hitting all of it toddler to teen and um yeah, it's it's never there's never a dull moment at our house. <laughs> <laughs> I know yes, when for you for said sure.
4: toddler to teen, I was like, that's fun. <laughs>
2: well, I feel like there's something so special about you,
0: you know, because you have this ability to stay so positive mm-hmm. and I mean, with all the kids and you have farm animals and you have like a big farm and you run the business and you're also the director of Eucaria, and you're also an admin in Frederick County and trying to pull so much together for the community there. And now this Christmas tea all while dealing with all of your responsibilities. Right. And I know it's a blessing, but it's a lot to manage a lot of balls in the air. So anyway, I just think that you're amazing and I really appreciate you being on the team. And I think that Frederick County is lucky that you, they have you there to bring people
2: together. Oh, you guys are so sweet. Thank you for (laughs) saying that. Yeah. I, um, And it's not just me, it's that I have great people to work with and I have a great husband who helps me, you know, really prioritize and helps me manage things at home. And just kind of when I'm like, forget all of this, (laughs) he's like, here's why you chose to do this. Here's why it's a good plan. So yeah. And then my kids are awesome. So they're always, you know, pitching in and helping, but it is, it is a lot. And so I do have to prioritize. And so sometimes I feel terrible because I'm missing an event or something like that, but I'm so happy to be part of the team and join in when I can. No, Um, it's always, and that's what I always tell everybody Family
0: first, yep. business first. Your friends, your health, your well-being first, and then if you have time, thanks for volunteering.
4: Absolutely, you know. So
0: that's this is absolutely a volunteer position, and that's one of the things that I really, really, really love about our team. Is that we have people who are very successful that have really full lives that are not doing this for any other reason than they want to use the platform to help others.
2: Absolutely.
0: So you're one of those amazing people, and we're just so fortunate to have you. Oh, thank
2: you. Well, thanks for giving me the ability to help and meet people and partner with others. So So tell us a little
0: bit about what you have planned for your Christmas tea. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness,
2: I'm so excited. Yeah, so we just had our first planning meeting last week and it was so great. Um, We have, we're gonna be doing some live Christmas carols and interactive. So our, it's really kind of fun. My brother-in-law, Ryan Andrews, is also one of the trade teachers at Eucaria and he's also a brilliant singer and really fun. So he's gonna be helping us, um, leading us in some Christmas carols. We have Meredith Hancock with Hancock Media and she's also the president of Women of Winchester, wow, in Winchester, and she's awesome. She That's does. Awesome. She actually did our Tasty Toffee logo and helped with our website, and she is doing a live painting that we'll be raffling wow. off. So, yeah. She's I'm, an artist. This is going to be artist, so yep. much fun. Oh, it it actually, sounds
4: amazing already.
0: Well, One of the fun things about Meredith Hancock is that she and my sister Kim, Jessica's mother, And Meredith and a team of us went to Calcutta, India, a couple years ago. (laughs) And we traveled there to the red light district to talk with some of the sex workers about God and about different opportunities with education and opportunities to make money outside of the sex trade, to try to at least, if not escape it for themselves, but maybe their children. Hmm. But traveling with Meredith, I got to see a side of her. That was so impressive. She's a leader. She's a strong woman. And her heart is just really, really for service. She has a heart of service. So that's how I know Meredith. And it was a blessing to be able to spend two weeks in India with her. I was not great travel (laughs) company. (laughs) I was hot. And imagine that hot in Asia. And, she, and she
4: wants to go to Pakistan with I know, you. I keep
3: telling her this; it's not a good idea. Talk to Meredith. First. And my sister Kim, who is the leader
0: of this first time for the church, going to Calcutta put Up with me, I actually tried to do a coup to overthrow her. I was trying to get the other missionaries to take Kim down so we wouldn't have to do her agenda. Um, because she had us going hardcore and I was, I was tired, but anyway, I prayed about it a lot.
4: Every single podcast, I, I learned something
2: new. You have,
4: you need to write a book about I know,
3: your
2: story. Right? <laughs> I love it. And I love how those circles keep coming back around and around and how different people come in and out of your lives at different times. And I love that the themes I see again and again here is education, empowerment, and I see that people are working together to make a difference in the world. So, and entrepreneurism. You're right. It's like Like our circles circles just kind of
0: come, they keep coming back. We keep coming back. So yeah, and I was really not surprised to see Meredith in a leadership role with Women of Winchester. I am happy when I see truly authentic, good-hearted people leading a community Mm -hmm. to take their platform and any power that they have and use it for good. And she's one of those people, so... Definitely, awesome.
2: yeah. And she's helping to plan, so she's reaching out for raffles and sponsorships. We have lots of opportunities to help with the tea. But she'll be doing a live painting. We are getting together. We've got some really cool raffle prizes and photography packages. We have Ooh. health coach sessions and all kinds of cool stuff coming together. So I can't wait. And then our trades kids just came um, out and they finished making some cutting boards. So they're going to get paired with some tasty toffee. And those Ooh. cutting boards
0: are legit. Yeah, I cannot can't wait. Be beautiful. So, well, one of the guys, so one of the guys from the kids collective, is he going to be there? oh you know he might be jake
2: is is he the one doing the cutting boards no actually brayden and his trades team yeah oh my
0: gosh i need one for christmas so your son's making them
2: so he's helping with them his whole class was learning how to make it in preparations for their for their tiny home but yeah jake he is killing it and he is getting Mm -hmm. business left and right from the kids collective event so So he had some exciting oh my gosh uh, those chairs that was phenomenal Crazy.
0: So, anyway, we're super excited about that. And okay, so we're gonna do Ooh. some questions. These are questions that Jessica Park with the Dallas Town Center Mall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gonna
1: learn learned, love that sound Do y'all
0: remember this at the club? <laughs>
4: <laughs> you knew the song was about to drop, and everyone. <laughs> okay,
0: okay. Just speaking on that. When what what was the song that drove you to the floor? What was your song? at the club. Mine was, I like big butts oh. and I can't No other brother can <laughs> deny when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung.
1: They I am this Lisa jam sesh every podcast. We need to make this a tradition. Right? Right. Okay, anyway, I just heard that way. Oh my gosh. That was good. I think, When we went clubbing, it was—it's getting hot in here.
4: Oh yes,
1: Uh, yeah, that was one of the popular ones. I did not
4: take off my shirt, but it was getting hot.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Jessica, I
0: would
2: say get low.
3: Oh,
0: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good
2: one. Shouting out low, low,
0: low.
4: (laughs) She got some apple
2: bottom jeans.
4: No, I was (laughs) (laughs) definitely. I was definitely on the dance floor with
1: that. I know. That was a really good song.
2: Oh my god, And gosh. it's funny the kids are listening to it again. Like they invented it. And I'm like,
1: hey buddy. <laughs> you didn't. But then
4: again, you know, I would go to a lot of Latin clubs. You know, Daddy Yankee, Gasolina, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I love the Latina in her.
1: It's so cute. I don't know a lot of I Latina, embrace
3: it.
0: <laughs> but there was one, it was like, elbows out, side to side, elbows out. Lean like, like a cholo. Lean like
3: a cholo. <laughs>
1: okay what are your questions all right oh my gosh okay um <laughs> if you weren't doing what you're doing for work now what would you be doing instead for me specifically mm-hmm. I would be writing books
2: oh yeah I could what so kind kind of see books? that oh man I don't know I have a variety I've always been into writing poetry since I was younger and it's been that I've been trying to do some like good self-care and spend time writing and I'm Like I'm going forward to 2023. I'm already thinking I want to spend at least like 15, 20 minutes a day just disciplining myself to write. I love that. Yeah, I love writing. Would you write fiction? What would you be writing? I don't know. I kind of experimented with short stories because it's fun. You know, one of the things about that homeschooling or being involved in education is you get a second chance to kind of go back and do these things again and that you want to do them. You're not being graded on doing them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so I've enjoyed exploring some Russian short stories and Ooh. authors with Braden when he was studying that last year. It was probably one of the things that we really connected on. And it's fun. So he's a really brilliant writer and communicator. Um, and our son, Caleb's a really great artist. So like for me, I'm always like, we're going to write a book together, guys. You're going to help me and you're going to oh, illustrate it and so I'm always kind of you know putting that in their mind I I love love that okay does the the rest of us want to
1: answer this or
4: no um well see I always always because I'm like obsessed with like Grey's Anatomy and like those doctor shows so I always wanted to be a doctor and like you know general hospital like Mm -hmm. the white coats like it just I just love seeing somebody in a white coat like I'm just like I have so (laughs) much respect for them right
2: I should have worn my white blazer
4: (laughs) And But then I, I sucked at school. So if I was, like, if I could go back, maybe I would have pushed myself harder to be a good student and be a doctor. I just, I love doctors. I have so much respect for them. And it's me not too. just because of grades anatomy, but, you Thank know. Thank God
0: for smart people. Thank God, <laughs> yes, for smart people. What a statement.
4: I don't think they would want me right now telling them what's wrong with it. Whoa. According
2: to Google my calculations. <laughs> I mean, Google told me. I have a lot of issues. (laughs) But I love that. And like your desire to help people and to speak over them and encourage them and nurture them. I think that as comes with the doctor, you can still do that in your life and your platform that you have today, Leslie. So I still see that.
1: that. And I love you,
2: Jessica. That was adorable.
0: I love how you talk, Jessica. Just speak to it. I I think you should just pray some blessings on that.
1: (laughs) I will. Don't worry. You're all prayed to- up. <laughs> Pray for me. Okay, your turn. My turn. Okay, fine. So, what was the question? <laughs> if you could, if you weren't doing what you're doing now for work, what would you be doing instead? Oh my gosh, I don't really work.
3: <laughs>
1: um,
0: I know Chris would be like, "Do you work?" <laughs> if I worked in general, I would. Oh my god. Um, I would probably be oh
4: i don't know i don't uh,
0: dog walker <laughs> i
4: could no. you do love
2: animals no
4: <laughs> well you are a natural born like the podcast like this is you i could so see you be like a like a news anchor or like your radio oh my show tacos i think Hose. she was a born
1: journalist I yes swear a to journalist you. The way
0: she okay okay go. a private eye I would be a primary. We've talked about yeah. I want to do- I could see that. Mister, I want to solve mysteries. Okay. <laughs> but you can't keep a secret, so we'd be screwed. <laughs> I want to Scooby-Doo everything. Scooby-Doo everything. You need the mystery
2: machine. Oh, my gosh. I love that.
1: Alina. Okay, well, I mean, I like the career I picked, but I'm not doing it anymore, was journalism. But before that, before I wrote my first news story, I wanted to be a lawyer and- I think I probably would do that because I really did like arguing a lot. <laughs> you're, yes, well, you do. <laughs> you have a very strong
0: sense of justice. Yeah. And I love that about you. Yes. Aww, yay. As long as I'm on your good side.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So <far laughs> you are. So you're good.
4: Yes. Loyal. Like you're a very good, you're a good like friend. you're head oh, on. You so guys. I could see you taking that to court and saying, your
1: honor. Well, my dad was I like, object. a criminal's going to cry and you're going to be like, oh no, he's crying. He didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not. No, uh-huh. what you
0: would do is you would, we would know that that's it is over for you when you say that is it. I cannot. <laughs> I can't. I
1: can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, you're right. You're going down. Yeah. But if I was a lawyer, it probably would be, I cannot
0: because I'd be smarter. Okay. What type of, what type of lawyer would you be?
1: Um, I always wanted to do, like, family law, because I think, like, family is such a priority, and I think if you have someone who's being your advocate, that's super important. I love it. I love, love it. that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Ready for the next that one? That was fun. Yeah. We'll do, we're going to do another question. All right. All right. Um, we've probably all done the rest, but Jessica, who would you like to play you in a movie? Oh, my gosh. That is really hard. Isn't that
2: a hard <laughs> question? I literally have no idea who I would want to play me in a movie. Yeah.
1: I, don't I know. think Sandra Bullock would do a really good I job think so too. for you.
2: Yeah. She's she's a Nova local, actually. She is. Oh, yeah. Springfield. is she lives in Springfield? Well, she, grew, she grew up. Used to.
1: Right.
4: Not anymore. Uh, well, she went
0: to East Carolina University. Ooh. That's where David went. Oh. Nice. Okay. So Sandra Bullock for you. We're choosing Unless for you, you right. think of someone yeah, else. I've got nothing. Yeah, I don't All
1: know. All right. I'll she's Angelina
0: it. Jolie. Oh.
1: For sure,
0: I'm Morgan Mindy <laughs> Pam Dauber
1: and Julia Robert, yeah, because I love her. That's the only reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so do we have events that we can talk about, Miss Leslie? Events,
4: we always,
0: yay, have
4: events. So PJ Skidoo's, Ooh. Fairfax County, and Tyson's. Happy Hour, that's going to be on the 8th from 5.30 to 8 p.m. And I believe DJ Shorts, David Monder, will be DJing that event. So that shall be
0: fun. DJ Shorts, a.k.a. the owner of Lighthouse Floors. (laughs) Lighthouse Floors. And
1: then Lighting the Way. What was it?
5: (laughs) Lighting the Way to Quality and Service You Can Stand On.
1: He does such a good job with it. I can't. He needs to come up with a lighting the way to hardwood. <laughs> I don't think that was it, but we'll go with we'll that. We'll go with that. <laughs>
2: oh my uh, and then Fockier. I'm so proud Are of that. I feel like that needs a button on the board, but I don't know how to press it. Hold on. Quack. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was too perfect. <superb. laughs> okay. All right. Quack.
4: So Fockier <laughs> County is having a happy hour. On November 16th, and this is gonna be at the Orlean Market and Pub. Ooh. Sounds very interesting. And that's gonna be from 5 30 to 7 30 on the 16th. And of course our Christmas teas. Oh my
1: gosh, cannot wait. Yay! Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> that was a, I,
0: yeah, that was totally off. <laughs> Well, we're going to start shouting out our raffle donors and our sponsors, and there's a long, 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 long list. So we're super grateful that Echo and Tree of Life will be benefited through these donations of our generous community. I mean, it's unbelievable what's happening this year, and I'm super excited to see everybody at Bluemont Station.
2: December thirteenth.
0: And so everybody can hear from Tree of Life and Echo and hear about their mission, what they're doing in the community, and some bring some awareness to that. And then that's the week be awesome. before, there's the Frederick.
1: Yeah, so Frederick Christmas tea. Christmas
0: tea, your first annual Christmas tea,
4: super exciting. So that's on December 5th at the Beautiful Monument. And that's gonna be from ten to one
2: it is yeah Yay. and to benefit you, yep. carry a, uh, you carry a family center and we have so many great people in the monument I like I literally I'm so excited for you guys like you guys know but I just can't wait for everybody else who hasn't been there it's a hundred year old bank that was renovated and mm. it is amazing for live it's entertainment gorgeous. weddings you can do holiday parties all kinds of things and they have got plans for the future that are just so exciting to do a speakeasy in the basement Ooh. and Ooh. lots of really fun stuff I
0: love yeah. speakeasies I love
4: that I know we've been
2: talking about that a lot
1: I feel yeah. like yeah so Maybe it's like
4: it's we're alive. manifesting it. Like we're going to be like no. a part of
1: that. Michelle, we're manifesting this. If you're listening, Michelle Goodwin with Joy in the coconut.
4: <laughs> we're going to manifest that. We're going to be like in the speakeasy. Like
1: when we're there, it,
4: that's it.
2: Mm-hmm. That's so fun. Well, I just like going to sit in front of the big giant bank vault. Whenever we have our coffees there, it's like, Hey, here's a giant bank vault. I know it's And exciting. behind it, they actually have a podcast studio where no. they, oh. yes, yeah, so that's where the bands that come in, they have their podcast and they meet back there in the green room. It's super cool. Cool. Ooh, oh, look at that's that. That's a look. neat idea.
0: That's a very neat Mr. idea. <laughs> Mr. Sefchik. Mr. Sefchik. Well, Sef-chick.
3: okay.
0: So, do we have any other?
4: Well, our second annual Loudoun County Social Collective Christmas Tea at the Blue Station on December 13th from 10 to 1. So excited. Oh so, it's gosh. all about Christmas. Halloween is done. It's November. Leslie's ready. She's been ready. I'm ready. That's I've the been problem. Ready. <laughs> We're I mean, not doing
0: <laughs> Thanksgiving. I mean, I'll participate. Well, I love Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, wrong. I mean, I'll do up.
4: the turkey. Well, I can't put my tree up because I get a real tree, so
2: oh. I don't want it to die before christmas we have the same trouble and i finally got an artificial one too because i'm like i'm ready and we <laughs> always had like a really hard and fast well, you couldn't decorate until black friday right and now that we're doing the toffee thing i'm like i'm like doing christmas orders now and so i'm like forget about it and like we're doing it i like the calendar i saw where it was like november was christmas 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 and then like the three <laughs> days around thanksgiving was thanksgiving and it goes back to christmas <laughs> <laughs> i like that's,
0: that. how that's I awesome. feel. okay oh, lovely, so too. artificial <laughs> or real
1: Trees. Oh, I have an artificial because it's just too much work. But we also don't celebrate Christmas and I do anyway. (laughs) I like a real tree.
4: I, I, I like the tradition that goes behind it. So, you know, we'll go pick up our Starbucks in the morning and listen to Christmas carols on our way to the place where we get our tree. And, you know, the kids will walk around and try to pick the best one. Of course, they always pick the ugliest trees. And I'm just like, (laughs) yeah, that's a good one. Um, And then finally, you know, we pick our tree and then they always have like the pine burning. So it's, Mm. I I can literally smell it right now. Like I'm just so excited. She's so ready. I'm so ready. And then, so it's just like about that, like bringing the the massive tree in and just putting it up on the stand and everything. It's the process. You love the process. That's what I love. But I do have artificial trees that I put. So I put up three trees. So I've got the one in the the main living room, and then I put it in the second living room, and then I do put one in my bedroom.
2: <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> so do you have, like, the – weird the organized like all white or all or do you just like go with whatever? I do
4: I like all white lights for my tree. Um and then every year I try to switch it up, but I usually do like red or gold or like blue and silver. And this year I'm gonna do red and gold.
0: Oh fine. Okay. So I just found out that there's a service where you can rent a tree every year for seven years and after the seventh year they plant it in a field.
1: Oh I Oh love my gosh. That. I love it. We that. need to know yes. more. We for are gonna sure. investigate this. Yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) RPI I'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) Scooby-Doo
2: my husband Chris grew up doing that they'd get a live tree and so we've talked about that now that we have a farm like what if we had our own little Christmas tree grow so that's something that we're kind of thinking about this year but I like that idea oh yeah
4: you
1: have all the time in the world to add this to your list there you go
4: (laughs) by the way your backyard is like my dream Mm
1: -hmm. oh you gotta come out we gotta bring the kids out but we're gonna have puppies
4: in two
2: weeks (laughs) your property is paradise it is so beautiful
0: It's the best.
2: Uh, Well, we are very thankful for it. I (laughs) mean, if you
0: just give me a little
4: space, I'll, you know, put my little tiny house there. Well, the kids can build
0: you one. There There you go. go. (laughs) Okay. You know. So are we going to do... Did we do shout outs? Nope. Okay. Can we do shout outs? Yeah. Can we do shout outs? Okay. (laughs) But first... We are going to pop on over to one of our podcast interviews from the Dulles Town Center Mall uh, Kids Collective Vendor event, where we interviewed all of the Kids Collective vendors. And they are going to, at the end of each of one of our podcasts, they're going to release one of their interviews. So let's pop over there. Hello for the kids. she got it
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a dot. I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Go
0: Hello, and welcome to the Social Collective's Kids Vendor Event here at the Dulles Town Center Mall. I am here with Sumay and Isla with Wequil. So, are you sisters?
6: Yes. <laughs> You're so cute. Okay, can you tell us a little bit, Sumay, about Wequil? Sure. So basically this started during the pandemic when schools shut down and my sister and I were looking for some other way to get a quality education. And we just started learning about the things that we were interested in and learning 10 times faster because we were actually interested in it and also creating things out of it. So we were publishing projects, uh, mostly articles and sharing it with our friends. And so then we thought about Actually, sharing this with other people and helping them do it as well. And so now that's evolved to Isla runs Weekly School, where we help kids create projects and follow this learning approach. And I run the app, where we're scaling this to help homeschoolers learn by doing, um, to help prepare for the real world.
0: Wow, I absolutely love that. I have to 100% agree with you. I really think that when you're interested in something and you have control over the learning, that you can learn at a much quicker pace and retain that information. So good for you girls for figuring that out very quickly in a tough situation. Thank you. So what, so I, I have the inspiration. So what are some of the, I don't know, projects, some of the articles, some of the learning? What's the curriculum? Tell me a little bit about it.
6: Yeah, well, it's basically led by the interests of the kids. So yeah. we have people starting businesses and creating things like teaching their own classes. Isla, you can go ahead and tell a little bit about that.
5: Okay, so basically what they do is we create a project every week. And we all come together and present our projects on Friday. So projects can be articles, videos, apps, businesses, And one example of something that I did, I actually have down at the booth, is I wrote a story called The Curse, and I published it on Kindle and Amazon. So a lot of kids like writing creative stories, but not all of them know how to turn it into something useful that they can sell, useful to not only themselves, but to other people. And so that's a big part of what Weequal School does.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And so there's an app involved with this?
6: Yeah, so Wequel app is basically our solution for scaling this because we have our own founders pod where we help people follow this project-based learning approach. And that's kind of more of an intensive process where we're teaching people how to follow this learning style. But the app is where we're scaling this where people can create their own learning pods and also to publish their projects on the app. To create a digital resume with a portfolio of their work because not only do you want to create all these valuable things but you want to be able to communicate it you want to know if you are doing something like building an app you have real value that you can bring to the world you have these skills that you're building and you want to be able to communicate that and the best way that we have found is to actually demonstrate it through a portfolio that showcases everything that you've done.
0: So I love what you're doing, and I 100% am behind project-based learning. That's how my son learns best as well. Are you finding that people are very receptive to what you're showing them? And um, what is the response to that?
6: I think mostly what we've gotten is exactly what you just said, where a lot of people, they resonate with that. Like, that's a very human thing where we just learn by doing. If you were hunting and gathering back back then, the way you learned it was by actually doing it. And so I think that that's one thing that um, has been really valuable for us is just, like, hearing everybody reacting very positively, I think that the the next thing for us is being able to scale this and allow people to do it from anywhere in the world and to really see that project-based learning is about you're you're doing real things for the real world so you'll just naturally pick up on a lot of skills that are just necessary for the future such as being able to collaborate with other people uh, public speaking and just because you're if you're out in the real world and doing these things you're just going to come across hurdles where you're just naturally put in a situation where you have to learn these skills that are just necessary so
0: wow oh my gosh and how old are you I'm 13. My goodness. Wow. So I guess something really wonderful came from that pandemic, right? Yeah. Okay. And girls, what is your favorite thing about being a business owner?
5: Well, okay. I, I'm just going to go. <laughs> my favorite thing, my something I love about being an entrepreneur is that there's a lot of freedom, so I can just do and create anything that I want. And I'm not only learning, but I'm also adding value to other people's lives.
0: Wow, 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 wow. Okay, and your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur?
6: That's really tough, but I think that one of the things that I love most about it is that it's it's one of the most, if not the best way to take your unique gifts that you can add to the world and to help people with it. It's just such a unique experience to be able to just directly help people in such a real way or you're just immediately getting feedback from whether that's someone buying your product or um or your service and you can immediately just see how that impacts their life and how you're helping other people so i really love that about
0: I love that about it too. too. So those are wonderful thoughts. I love what you're doing. I love what you're contributing to society. I love that you're doing it together as a family. And I look forward to seeing how you scale this because it is awesome.
6: Thank you so Thank much. You. Bye, ladies. Bye-bye.
0: Okay, so let's go ahead and do some shout-outs. Leslie? All right. Ooh,
4: Ooh. this is hard. Okay, my shout-out. I am going to shout-out uh, Courtney Haku with Cloverleaf Wealth Strategies. Not only is she a sponsor for the Christmas tea, but she also helps me and my family out with our life insurance benefits and group benefits for our business. She is incredibly smart and makes everything so simple and easy, where I had no idea what to look for, and she just laid it out for me and just did an amazing, she's also a part of my BNI, So I, and she's the current president. So she took over for me, which I'm extremely thankful mm-hmm. for. And she's just an amazing person. So thank I you, Courtney, Courtney. for every, And she works with a lot of special needs families and the special needs um, community. So she's a big part with Echo and Arc of Loudon and many, Aww. many nonprofits. So she's just an amazing person oh, overall. She's a good people. Definitely.
2: Okay. Jessica? Who are you going to shout out? Yeah, so we talked about Meredith already. I love Meredith, and I'm just so thankful for her and for her help with our Christmas tea and everything that she does. She's always giving back to charities, and um, I'm just super excited about her live painting that we're going to be doing at the Christmas tea on December 5th. And she is just somebody who genuinely cares, and she's always giving back. She's done so much art in the community also with the Winchester Rescue Mission. She's in different books and illustrating and always working. I love that. Yeah, she's great. Um, Mission Auto Repair. So she did a lot of wow. their logos that I'm sharing about them. and They're, they're just really great um, in our community too, working with people. Again, empowerment, education, entrepreneurship. So I, I just love those themes that keep coming up. And so we're thankful for Meredith with Hancock Media.
1: Love that. Is it my turn? Oh my gosh, yay. Okay, for once, I'm ready. (laughs) I'm going to shout out the monument because not only is it gorgeous, but they're the ones that reached out and offered to host the Christmas tea, if I'm not mistaken. So like, how cool is it that a venue that's supporting our coffees on the busiest month of the year is reaching out and wanting to host this and support their community? Incredible. Like, it's just such an awesome place to be and... We really truly love them and appreciate them for the space they've given us because it is absolutely gorgeous, and we love what they do. It's a top-notch venue, and Super the top.
0: what they do to add to the value of each event is just mm-hmm. little extra something here and there, which just makes it fantastic. I know when we had our first coffee there, they had a big screen, uh, giant screen above the stage that had our logo on it, which mm-hmm. was unexpected and really cool.
2: Yeah, and That's so Chrissy awesome. just did that on her own, like she found it out. Amy and Justin, like the whole team, they're amazing. And then next door, they have Ellie's Irish Pub, which I know we like to oh, frequent. Oh well, my god, <laughs> so good <laughs> for <After> the event. <laughs> and in, they're the service there, like everywhere, they're very focused on the hospitality of the people that they're serving, which is just so wonderful.
4: I love it. That was a good one.
2: Thanks. (laughs) Okay. So for my shout out, I'm going to do
0: Sandy Burns with Tantalizing Timber. So Sandy Burns is just a really cool lady. She and her husband have a woodworking business and they're going to be doing some really interesting things. They're adding to their repertoire and I can't wait for them to announce it. Oh my gosh. That'll be be their announcement. But it's really cool. She's a do- she is a uh, sponsor of the Loudoun County Social Collective second annual Christmas tea Yay. at Blue Mountain Station. And they also are donating raffles. Mm-hmm. So they donated last year as well. And they're just super supportive family that I, I love to uh, give the shout out to. I know I she's also that. donating
1: to the Frederick Christmas
0: Tea. Yeah,
2: and she's in, she's in Winchester now. Well, that's what I heard. Jenny Bilsad, Bilsad's been, Yays, we yay, we love you. She keeps trying to connect us. And she's like, you guys are going to love each other. And so I'm like, I just can't wait to actually meet Sandy in person. So we've communicated online through the groups, but I'm excited to meet yeah, them. you're going to love her. She's, she's awesome. good people. Awesome. So <laughs> magical.
0: Tantalizing Timber. Magical. <laughs> Anyway, so um, is there anything else that we're missing, guys?
1: I think we have our
0: shout-outs. Okay. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for being on our podcast today and sharing
2: with us about your passion for eukarya. Well, thanks so much for having me. This is so fun. I can't wait to hear it all. Come out. Yay! Hey. <laughs> you did that one on purpose. I like, Thanks, it. Leslie. I like it.
0: We'll catch you next time. So go out. So go out.